Welcome to the Legally Speaking Podcast, presented by STBB. A conversation dedicated to answering your legal questions and a platform where our team of specialist attorneys share their expert advice and legal know-how with South Africans. Everyone and welcome to another episode of Legally Speaking. I'm Rivka Hoyi. I'm a director and head of the Wills Estates Trust and Curatorship Departments for the firm. It's a national department, but we are based in the Claremont office, and you can get hold of us anytime at estates at stbb.co.za. Remember that email address, you'll need it. The one thing I wanted to share with people when it comes to death and preparing for your passing or the passing of a loved one is remember that you are not alone. It's a very overwhelming process to deal with in between your grief and dealing with all the other things that you're dealing with at home and your family members and you certainly are not alone. So when someone passes away, please don't forget, contact us at estates at stbb.co.za. We'll be able to run you through the process that will be taking the next 18 to 24 months and also send you all the documentation that you'll need so that you can read through it at your leisure, get familiar with the documentation that you'll need. And a good thing to even do this beforehand while you're preparing and, you know, drafting your will. When it comes to someone's passing, in my experience, and of course I sit across from grieving clients all the time, is the biggest concern is the fear of the unknown. So if you can eliminate a bit of that fear with your family and your loved ones by letting them know where your will is, let them know that you have a will, let them know where the safe is or that safe place that you keep your documentation. If you have investments, um, share the details of your financial advisor. You would normally get one of those schedules, you know, with all your policies and who the beneficiaries are and the names of the different financial institutions where you have investment. Let your family members know where that's kept. Um, share that on email with your older kids. If your parents have got investments, uh, chat to their financial advisors and get a copy of those schedules so that everyone knows where everything is. Um, know where your parents' title deeds to their properties are. Where's the title deed to your property? If it's bonded, it should be with the bank. Know which bank has the bond over that property. Is the property insured? You know, do you have contents insurance? We've got a document which we're very happy to share with anyone. We call our life file and that's a really great detailed checklist where you can store anything from your the name of the garden service that you use to your Netflix password to your uh, cyber currency contact uh, person info. There's so many things that you know or that's maybe served, saved on your phone or your tablet and you need to let your family know where that is, I swear, when someone passes away, it's such a fact-finding mission. And if you think that it's an 18 to 24-month process, you really want to shorten that period as far as possible and help the attorneys and the administrators that are going to be administering the estate by knowing what the SARS logging details are and so on. So contact us on estates at stbb.co.za so that we can share with you that live file. And then you complete all of that information, share it with your family and save it somewhere 
blessed that you've got all of that. And certainly when someone passes away, there are so many time frames involved because there are so many government institutions and financial institutions that you're going to be dealing with. And don't listen to the neighbor or your colleague who says, well, you know, my mom's estate took, you know, only six months. Every single one of us have a completely different life and different bank accounts and investments and, and property and so on. And so each estate's going to take as long as each estate's going to take. So you, when when someone passes away and you've got you've got a will or you don't have a will, you need to know how and where to report that to the master's office, which master's office. And if you are nominated as an executor, there's no expectation that you must do all of that on your own. So you'd get in touch with us at SDBB and we'll certainly step into your shoes if necessary. You'd sign a special power of attorney in my favor, one of my colleagues, and we'll then take over the administration of the estate for you. We'll attend to dealing with SARS, um, all the, the government institutions that are coming up, and of course, the deeds office when it comes to property. But the very first thing that you're dealing with when your loved one passes away is you need to then get a death certificate. So sometimes people don't even know what to do. So, you know, that's that's a home affairs uh, process. And once you get the death certificate, and that takes um, not more than a week, they issue that quite quickly. And, and just on that, you're also dealing with home affairs when you need a marriage certificate. So start looking for those sort of things. Do you know where your parents' marriage certificate is? Do you know where your marriage certificate is in your antenuptial contract? Because if you're dealing with the death of, say, your dad and your mom passed away a few years ago and you don't know where their marriage certificate is, you'd have to apply to home affairs. And so, you know, that's that might involve dealing with home affairs in Pretoria. And then that's going to take months to get a copy of the marriage certificate. So get in touch with us for estate planning so that we can tell you what's needed at the outset. We've got lovely documentation and checklists so that you can keep that and start preparing for it but honestly that message is really that you're not alone um, people often ask about the cost involved and they try and do things themselves the line you get what you pay for certainly does also apply when it comes to estates and sometimes if you're not equipped to deal with an estate administration yourself it's going to cost you more in the long run if you start out and do it incorrectly or you follow the wrong path and you then ask someone to help clean it up afterwards can end up being more costly as we try to unravel what you've maybe done. So first step, get in touch with us um, when someone passes away or when you're dealing with a family member who is on their deathbed and you need some advice so we can guide you. Um, but the basics are know where the important documentation is and the originals, please. So know where the original will is, the original title deed, um, marriage certificates, um, even your, your parents' original IDs. You know, people don't often know where those are. So get all of that together. As I said, make sure that you know where your all the financial details are, which bank um, does your family, does your dad hold, have a bank account with? Um, is there a bond? Um, who do they owe? Maybe look at the last statement. That always helps. Look at the last bank statement and see how many debit orders um, need to be provided for because when someone passes away, the bank doesn't automatically freeze your bank account, as people think. But down the line, when we get letters of executorship, then certainly those bank accounts won't be accessible. So it's important to know how much money you should leave in that bank account for debit orders, certainly for the next um, two, two to three months after someone passes away. So start looking at your own bank statements and look at your debit orders and see, okay, which debit orders are going off that I actually don't need anymore? You know, what can you clean up to alleviate your family 
having to do that. If you don't need that, you're keeping that bank account open. Um, you still have that clothing account, but you don't actually use it. Consider closing those things so that you have one less bit of admin. And of course, SARS always comes into play when we talk about deceased estates. So make sure that your tax affairs are in order, that your taxes are paid to date. Um, if you're a provisional taxpayer, if you have any member's interest in a CC or director or shareholder in any company, make sure that you've got all of that documentation, that you've got the paperwork so that your family knows who to contact. Um, if you deal with us at SVBB, does your family even know that? So I always tell clients, why don't you you know, email one of my emails to your to your kids so that they know they've got my details and say, this is my attorney, just get in touch with her if something happens. And then when it comes to the actual process, you know, other than the documentation, people always ask, well, why does it take that long to administer an estate? If you think it's your whole lifetime that needs to be sort of summarized and finalized, it, it takes some time. And unfortunately, the turnaround time, and on average, you're looking at 18 to 24 months, even for a simple estate, because even... Um, you know, a mom who was a pensioner, at one point she was quite active. She was a taxpayer. SARS certainly audits every deceased person and looks back quite a few years and they'll see, oh, your mom maybe had a, a CC a few years ago that she didn't quite clean up and close off properly. So those sort of things SARS looks at. Also with regards to property, it might be a very simple estate to an outsider, but there might be a bit of cleanup. Your mom might have been married to your dad and your dad's estate wasn't finalized. Or there might be a title condition in a very straightforward property that your mom lived in all the years, but she might have a title deed condition that we need to deal with. There might be a use of rock. There might be a fiduciary right or any title deed condition that we need to attend to. And when it comes to properties, of course, there's the added expense of transferring that property to heirs. And so do make provision for some cash liquidity as well. So chat to your parents and look at your own estates and think, okay, all of this is going to cost money to wind up, number one, but also there are transfer costs involved or um, leaving cars that need to be transferred to heirs. You know, someone might need to be bought out. There might be shares that need to be transferred. Do we know where all those shares are and all the computer share uh, documentation? And then a tip that I, cause I gave one of my clients who had quite a quite a busy portfolio and I said to him, okay, but if you don't no longer have those shares and you no longer have that bank account, tear up all of those things because, you know, everyone's going to go into your, your paperwork and your drawers at home and then they're going to come across an EBSA bank statement or a NetBank home loan account statement, but you no longer have those accounts. So you settled that bond years ago, you know, tear that stuff up. Even make a little note to your family and in that life file, just put notes and say, I've cancelled the bond, you know, and maybe that last letter you got from the attorneys as proof of cancellation. Put that with your title deed so that they can see it. Um, they can maybe then see who the last attorneys were that 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 looked after your your family's matters. Let them know if you maybe um, have any offshore investments. That's very important. It can be quite costly to sort out when you've got offshore assets, offshore bank accounts. It's important, as I said, to try and reduce as much of the hunting in the beginning because that takes a lot of time. Certainly, get in touch with us at estates at stbb.co.za. We can guide you through it. You often have heirs that aren't in the 
country. So they'll need quite a bit of hand-holding, and that's what we're here for. We're very experienced in dealing with local estates throughout the country. We deal with the master's office throughout the country. And, of course, we also deal with heirs that are offshore or clients who are non-residents of South Africa who own property or any other assets in South Africa. Or we've got South Africans who've got property or any assets outside the borders of South Africa that need to be dealt with and we can certainly assist with all of that as well. And then just a last aside, when you've got um, documentation where you're acting on behalf of your parents and they're about to pass away and you've got something like a power of attorney, um, just be reminded that powers of attorney do fall away when someone passes away or when they become mentally uh, incapable of managing their own affairs and then we would have to have other conversations around curatorship and if you have a will which mentions trusts we can certainly assist with those as well we administer the trusts we register them at, at the master's office um, we deal with any property transfers involving uh, property that has to be transferred from a deceased estate into a trust we are one-stop shop we know our staff and so certainly do get in touch with us at estates at sdbb.co.za in closing you are certainly not alone right <laughs> thanks for listening today legally speaking this podcast has come to an end thanks for joining the conversation and if you like what you're hearing visit us at stbb.co.za for more info